Howdy, y'all. Welcome into South of Scruffy Podcast. I'm Ben Fields. This is my podcast. Been doing it a couple years now. I'm glad you're here. I've got a guest today who's a long shot to ever be on here. Wes Walker is here. Wes Walker is an artist, recording artist, musician. He's a rapper. He's got a brilliant music mind. And Wes is uh, perhaps best known for his single, Jordan Belfort, that has run rampant on college campuses since 2015. All right, so this was crazy how me and Wes got hooked up. Wes, I've heard about Wes for a few years now, and this happened just by complete serendipity. Uh, I met Wes's parents who live in Knoxville. I met them a few years ago and got to know them a little bit, got to be friends with them, and uh, started talking about their kids. They've got four kids. And uh, Wes is the youngest of the four, and uh, I was asking about what all their kids did, and I was like, well, what's your youngest son do? Wes's dad said something to the effect of, well, you're not going to believe this, but my youngest son's a famous rapper. So I started looking into Wes Walker, this Wes Walker guy, and I started listening to his stuff. And it'll get in your head, man. You better be careful listening to some Wes Walker tracks. But ultimately, uh, I, I met Wes for the first time because he came in to visit his parents to go to Big Ears a couple weekends ago. And so the last show of Big Ears, Eve Toomer, I ran into uh, Wes's family there at the Mill and Mine. And I finally got to meet the Wes Walker. And he agreed to come over and do the podcast the next night. And he came over and we had a blast. So why don't y'all uh, check out my chat with my new buddy, Wes Walker. Here it is. We're doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we may as well just start. Yeah, I did. Oh, great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Wes, I'm glad to meet you, man. Yeah, dude, you as well. Uh, I It's such actually an honor being here, and uh, it was so cool that... Um, that we ran into each other? Yeah, exactly. Basically, because like, my parents know you and I, um, from just from, from the past, but they never would have been like, you got to get on Ben's podcast, or maybe they would have, but like, you know, just running into you in person just made it all happen, and I think that's super cool. Well, I've been listening to your music for a little while because your your folks hipped me to it a couple years ago. Nice, nice. I was, I was getting I was getting the lowdown, like, you know, what do kids do? And you're like, you're not. Your dad was like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> so I'll tell you exactly what the kids are doing. Yeah. Listening to my son's song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. Dude, uh, uh, how was Big Ears? Uh, oh, it was absolutely amazing. Was it, uh, man? And uh, I'll, I'll tell you more about my little Bahamas trip. But but basically, I came from like a spring break a performance, and I was there for four days in the Bahamas, where it was just like days and days of just like spring break EDM rager music, just like and call me maybe. Like I was like after even just after a couple hours of that I was like man can we just like put on like Bob Marley or something like we're on the island like this is <laughs> yeah it was just too much and so to come to such a cool deeply complex musical festival like this where every single act is so wildly different and unique was uh, cathartic yeah yeah it really it really was I was like oh my god this is exactly what I needed and this is also like exactly what I love about music and, 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 and life and everything. Uh, it, it's also, I, I've seen some crazy acts here. Uh, Big Ears has been really, really cool. Really? So you're performing in the Bahamas? Uh, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what was, what's that, uh, what's that situation like? What's the scene like down there? What um, are your shows like? Who's so, going to them? I, yeah, I have, I have a large variety of different shows that I do, but it's normally a college crowd. Um, my, my main song, Jordan Belfort, if anyone, uh, 
is not our familiar is a, is a is a double platinum record with Atlantic Records and it's a is a college hit that came out in about 2016 and uh has just stayed true. Um it's not one of those songs that just randomly died out. It's just a staple in all of the college clubs. You've maybe heard it in other oh, yeah. clubs that are not even collegiate. Yeah. Um and uh <laughs> it's it's actually really cool. I feel, I feel uh, fortunate that it's it's like stayed so uh, alive, it's basically like become like a proper college anthem that has uh, will probably stick around for a while. I bet it will because it probably dug into dug into people's brains at the the moment in their life. That's you know a lot of changes going on, and it becomes nostalgia at some point. No, People are going to be listening to that cut for a long time. You no, know, exactly, and, it, and it's cool because like the seniors will be playing it, so then all the freshmen hear it at that yeah. point, and then it just it keeps cycling. You know what I mean? Where it's like has yeah. just stayed as like you know this kind of sort of college anthem that people love. So is that the one that people ca- that people come to hear? I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I, and I make all different different types of music, uh, uh, a lot of different types of music that um, I'm excited to talk about in a little bit. But um, yeah, uh, that's been basically my main uh, bread and butter, and why I'm getting uh, why I'm touring around all the time. I probably didn't like almost every single state school in the states. I've been to Barcelona, I've been to Scotland. Um, I was I've been to Hawaii. I mean, I guess it's in the states. Um, I, I remember it's, it's took me, it took me so many cool places. Uh, and, and it's awesome. I bet when, when I, when I first heard about it and I don't know why the, the, the image in my head was like you and Ibiza, like playing, playing this cut to thousands <laughs> of screaming 20 somethings that yeah. are just loving it. I have uh, my, my biggest show that I ever did was in, uh, uh, Oh, never mind. Okay. So, well, two, two biggest shows. I'm okay. sorry. I thought of one other, but, um, and, and it was in Arizona and I was opening up for Ray Shremmerd. Yeah, uh, at Devil yeah, Palooza, yeah. and it was in front of fifteen thousand people, and uh, it was just everyone in the whole entire crowd was just, <laughs> oh, we get dirty money. It was that was truly an absolutely like like everyone was right there with it. everyone in the entire crowd knew it. Everyone fucking loved it, and like we are just up there in the front. Me and my friend Dylan, also who's the other guy, famous Dill, yeah, famous Dill. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we it was just awesome. Another one was ten thousand people at a. Hashtag fest in, okay. uh, in Athens, Ohio, and uh, that was that was another just similarly like super proper festival show that was just so cool and everyone was so involved and uh, dude that's uh so uh, Jordan Belfort's the Wolf of Wall Street right yeah yeah and and so how what. <laughs> 2015 did the movie had the movie been out yet yeah the movie just came out okay and so that was not the inspiration but theoretically the inspiration and at the time we were also just like having fun i was just making beats and djing and shit and we were freestyling all the time um and we were making like some songs but like i wasn't really even like a true like rapper or artist i was just like making beats and djing and stuff at that time and it just hit uh, I mean, granted, like I would have been freestyling and rapping for like years at that time. It right. wasn't like came out of nowhere. Where I just right. randomly did something. I was I had had been putting the time in, but uh, I just didn't see myself as like a front line rapper artist. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this with uh, with Eve's tumor uh, that we saw. At, yeah, at, yeah. At I was, I was, that was an awesome show. That, it was awesome, and I was like, you don't get a million streams without merit. Like that, mm-hmm. that's not just something that's not, that yeah, doesn't just yeah. happen. And even, even, even if it's like there, you didn't just like randomly just like, I'm going to go on garage band today. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you just like make something crazy. You at least have to put some sort of amount of knowing what you're doing to make something that can connect with people like that. Sure. And I mean, it has, it has to be good. That's not, I mean, it's not luck that, that stuff. I mean, it, 
Jordan Belfort has like 150 million streams on Spotify. And that's not the only place you can listen to it, by the way. So yeah. you know that. <laughs> no, no, for sure. It was actually just a couple of weeks ago that we went double platinum throughout all of the streaming services, which was super cool. Like even like when uh, I just didn't think we would ever even get to the next piece. Like when I got a platinum, I was like, yeah, like just one more step. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so what were you doing when the, were you in college when you made this? Yeah, yeah, we made it. Um winter break of my freshman year at a temple university in philadelphia okay so that's you said 2015 yeah yeah okay so and, you're a freshman in college yeah yeah exactly and also <laughs> get this um it, it was everyone always is like thinking like you know it's it's always an overnight you know whatever you put out a song and then if it's not n number one in one week then you failed da, 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 da. it was on soundcloud just soundcloud for almost over a year before it got serious traction was there was there a day when it was like oh shit it's happening and then the next day oh shit it's really happening or was it gradual no, it was super duper gradual wow. um and what i sort of attribute it to is uh and it also excuse my fucked up voice i i have been <laughs> screaming I've been, at big yeah, ears. i've been pushing my voice i just had a performance i was at big ears just sorry to everybody who uh, <laughs> my voice is too crazy um but sounds so great. I had I had a, <laughs> I like to think I'm uh, sexy. Okay. <laughs> I'd have you read my book on tape right now. <laughs> and so Peter entered the room. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I uh, so I had friends at Penn State. I was like in Philly, and so a lot of friends were going to Penn State. I had right. DJs up there that were my my my, my homies, and uh, and they they loved Jordan Belfort. We also we we knew when we first made this song that it was a fun song. You know, I mean, I was sending it out to everybody. We knew it was fun, but we never would have expected it to get to where it was now. Um, but I was sending out to all my friends being like, yo, play this at the frat parties. Yeah. Play this at like, you know, whatever. Um, and so it sort of like became this like Penn State anthem in ah, like 2015. It's like, this is our thing. Like, yeah, this is yeah, our like, song. Like, this is the Penn State college shit. Like, we like Jordan Belfort. A guy in Philly made it. A guy at Temple made this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, and, it, and it, was, it was it was cool because it wasn't like, you couldn't even like look it up on Spotify. Well, I don't even know if I can, well, yeah, there was Spotify at that time, but. Um, just on SoundCloud? Yeah, it was just on SoundCloud. So it was sort of like underground, you know what I mean? And yeah. then, so you would see these comments on SoundCloud being like, Penn State, Summer Anthem 2015, <laughs> PSU, Go Up, Jordan Belfort, da-da-da. And then like, like a month or two later, it'd be like, Texas Tech, shout out. <laughs> Louisiana State, you know, here we are, da-da-da. These like different comments of people like basically just realizing that it's this underground college anthem and, and bringing it to their own parties and like, you know, other people were DJing it and it really like, it really kind of grew super organically uh, in that way, which was like super cool. I mean, I... That's my general understanding of it, right? Um, because we really didn't do that much promotion at the time, and nowadays, you just have to do so much promotion. You have to get stuff on playlists. Da, da, da. There will stuff. There there can be stuff that that happens organically, but it, we, that was definitely uh, an interesting <laughs> time before. Now, now, like Spotify owns everything. Like to make that happen from SoundCloud, you got to get playlists. SoundCloud was also like super popular at that time. That was mm. like. Uh, I don't know, a good era for SoundCloud. It's interesting that like it just resonated with the college crowd so much. Yeah, you, you yeah. You know, I mean, do you think it was aspirational uh, because you just had well, this people understanding that this dude was just killing it and like it was just kind of well, like... It, it was truly almost about the source material and I have to say in a, in a sense where it's about Whoop of Wall Street, most people have seen that movie and like uh, like we, we were making almost as a joke being almost like an excessive rap song mm. that was like 
you know, just yeah. like cocaine, money, yeah. bitches, pussy, yeah. uh, like yeah. more. Like, and like, we, it was almost like, that's why we made the video just like, we need to get a Lamborghini in a mansion in a yacht. Cause like, we're almost like joking about, yeah. it's almost like a parody of what rap shit is. Right. In like, a sense, like little you know Dicky. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I have a bit about that, but we'll, we'll get that in a second. <laughs> uh, but it was still like, it, it is. I, I guess yes. The source of material is great. It resonates with people. the 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 place it comes from the uh, is like a little jokey, but it's also like it's well. It, we, there we, ain't we, no we, joke about it. We were no, now. no, exactly. <laughs> and like we were having fun at the time. And like when when you have fun, and then when it's so genuine like that, when you're just totally fucking around and having a really good time, and also like we were caring about what we were doing. It's not like we were just like master core, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like we were like made edits. We like went to the studio. We got everything mixed and mastered mm. like multiple times. Da da da. Right. Um, um. But when you're just having fun, it just resonates and it translates. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, Those guys are fucking having fun right now. I want to basically have fun too. You know what I mean? Like, if if, if if you're up there like so processed and like just saying the words and da da da, it doesn't feel as yeah I don't know connected and, and heavy as it could be. It's funny that it's like it's kind of stuck in time at at the at in the college world and you're still doing the you know the tours to the to the people like it it's an anthem for not- someone someone's gonna hire me to do their wedding when I'm like seventy and perform <laughs> Jordan Belfort. I've already accepted that. <laughs> I'm obviously hopefully going to do so much, so much more than that. I already am. But like, I just already know. It's just one of those things where I just, yeah. everybody knows it and it's stamped yeah. in the textbooks. It's just in the textbooks. <laughs> so you're a freshman at Temple when this happens. Yeah. Was there a, uh, was there a, uh, I don't know, a temptation to like, oh man, I'm just going to ditch school and start making music. Um. So I'll tell you kind of what happened because I was sort of trying to, stay in school as long as I could make it happen. Um, and it came to a point where I was just getting so busy. I was getting shows on like Wednesdays and Thursdays and like really kind of really into the week. It wasn't just like one show on Friday. And like this was almost every single weekend or every other weekend. And some of my classes were if you get more than like three or four absences, you like fail yeah. the class. And Temple's a good school, right? Like it's hard to get into? Uh, no, I mean, it's a, it's it's not... Super crazy. I mean, I, I think it's a good school. It has a really, really good business school and an awesome, like, you know, uh, music and production school, but it's not anything too crazy, okay. but it, it's awesome. Um, yeah. it's, also, it's also cheap because it's with the state, so that's yeah. why I love it. That's probably, <laughs> probably like, well, UT used to be cheap around here. It's not anymore. When yeah, I went there, yeah, it was kind of no, cheap. You could afford it then. Yeah. yeah but it sounds the same. Like, uh, like it was- No, but it's, 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 it's a good school. It's no, like, shit's cool. It's great. Yeah. It's great. You, you, it's, not, it's not something you, if you have the opportunity to do it, it definitely it would have to take, it, it would mean you'd have to have a really good opportunity to leave it behind. Yeah. It sounds like you wanted to stick with it, but you Well, kinda, I mean, it, it came to the point also where I was like, am I going to continue paying for school and basically start failing these classes because right. I just don't have the time to do what I really need to do? Right. Or do I just stop right now and not pay the money and just focus 100% of my time on what I'm doing right now, yeah. which is music and touring and production and yeah. everything. Well, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to college to get a good job, but I've kind of already got one. <laughs> like, I, I kind of stumbled on one. No, exactly. And, and of course I had some, a bunch of ideas of what I could do after, but it was like, I've got something going right now. Yeah. Like yeah. what, this is the, this is what everybody works for is to get something going and then, and then do it. Um, 
So did you stick with it? Did you keep going? Or did oh, no, you... no, 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 no. I dropped out after two years. You did? No, I mean, I just had to. Basically, yeah. it wasn't because like, you were too it busy. Wasn't, I was like, fuck this. I got, I'm dropping out. Fuck this, man. I was like, I literally would be wasting a ton of money because I would have just not been at school. Because uh, also, it's stupid to also decline these events that I'm possibly going to, you know what I mean? Where I could be opening for somebody or headlining at some club somewhere. Right. And it's like, wow, of course I want to do that. Yeah, so you just had opportunity kind of smack you in the face because of something that you made, and yeah, it was, yeah. and it would, and it would have been, it would have been fiscally irresponsible to pass it up. No, no, pretty much. <laughs> like, do I waste money on school, or do I literally make money by, yeah, you know, doing what I want to do? Yeah, I remember. Um, I do, I do always think about when I go back. I might do some online school soon, um, or like something. But yeah. it's basically, I just, uh, I haven't hasn't been super necessary as of yeah. yet. I remember Lil Wayne went to a uh, uh, University of Phoenix and graduated. You know, no way. When he was like thirty-five, I was like, you know, you did it, man. Like you, you, you awesome. went and got famous and did your thing, and then went back and got your. Got no, your... I can see myself doing something <laughs> like that for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I talked to your parents right around. Uh, just you know, this was probably a couple years after you had decided to really uh, lean into the music thing, and I thought it was so cool because it sounded like. Like, yeah, you know, your your parents are, uh, have uh, super great people. By the way, love them both. Hey, man, uh, me too. Yes, uh, <laughs> but like, like my man, man, my pet, pet. There you go. <laughs> Good jobs. Focus on education. Like as a family, you come from kind of a big family, right? Or yeah, yeah brothers I'm the youngest of four. Yeah, which is definitely a big one. But when your dad was like, man. I love it. Like I totally support. But like I said, he said you're not going to believe this. My son is 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 kind of a famous rapper, and I'm totally all in on it. <laughs> yeah, it's it was really funny also because he was the one who came to me who was like, "You shouldn't fifty fifty this. Put one hundred percent of your time into school, or put one hundred like one hundred percent of time into your music." Yeah. And I was like, "You're you, yeah." My dad, you're telling me to drop out of school. You know what I mean? Like he was the one to basically like, you know, you shouldn't even do it. And I was like, all right, like if you got my back on this one, fuck yeah. That's great. Um, which yeah, that no, that's awesome. I, I've been yeah happy to have the support from my parents. Yeah. So yeah, big family. You grew up. Did you grow up in Philly or did you grow up? Uh, so I was born in New Jersey. Okay. Um, my fun little quip. I always uh, my biggest regret in life is being born in New Jersey. Yes, sir. <laughs> Get them. <laughs> um, no, no. Shout out Jersey. I guess not really. The Garden State. Um, so then we moved to Ohio until like fourth grade, and then basically from fourth grade up, I've been in Philly. So I feel cool. like I've definitely grown up in Philly. For gotcha. Sure. So follow following uh, jobs around your parents work or what? Dad moving around. What's yeah. he do? Yeah, he was. He always does retail stuff. Uh, he was working at Urban Outfitters. And, okay. um Is that a Philly company? In Philly, it is in Philly. Yeah, the headquarters okay. is there, and it's like Philly. I'm oh, sorry, um, fucking Urban and uh, Free People. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget uh, that's a whole thing. What else? Anthropology. Oh the other one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? What kind of what? What part of that? What part of that game was? Uh, was your dad in? I still uh, really don't know. Oh, I, um, is it like I merchandising? Think it was, it was planning and allocation, which is like which stores get what product mm. in a sense. And so, uh, like you know, if there was like one store that basically like would get shut down or changed a lot, it would be 
probably somewhere on, on his line of decision. Gotcha. Being like we're just not making the sales or like yeah. the men's is bad, but the women's is great. So let's switch it. I don't know. Oh, this makes a lot of sense, man. Cause you, cause he's like a tastemaker. Like he's kind of trying no, to figure he, out what people are doing out it's there. It's funny cause he is. And the other half of him is, is like pure numbers. Really? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, but like, cause like, that's just like what it was, but yeah. he really is. He always is, has an eye for kind of what the trends are but dude, or that, whatever. That whole like, urban outfitters free people anthropology like that's the if you're gonna be somewhere working you know for in in like for a retail company at the corporate level like those are the best of the best right yeah, they yeah. are the tastemakers they're the ones who are they're the ones who have all the cool stuff in the stores they're the ones i mean you buy no, vinyl sure. at urban out, at urban outfitters i mean they're like they're they're, they're kind of like the the thought leaders in a lot no, of spaces that's that's, that's... That's so you come from like a, so you come from a family of like forward thinking individuals. It sounds I, like. Oh like, yeah, I would like to think so for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what about your brothers and sisters? What are they? What's their story? Um, Let's see. You're the youngest of four. Actually, wait. Can I can I hit you with a quick story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, this is kind of funny and it's back on the music shit. I love um, it, but it's a good one. Hit me with it. Um, so we ended up. So I sampled something for Jordan Belfort. But just what barely, because I produced the mean? I produced the instrumental as well, and so I sampled like a different song to produce it, mm. um, just as like someone might use like a uh, an '80s song to make yeah. a rap song. Doctor Dre did it all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it was it was, but I I used like just one second, but it was a Genesis song. Ooh, nice. Uh, the song "That's All." Do you know that song? No, I don't. Sam, you know that That's song. All? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. Yeah. 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 Did they come after you? And I just made this dumb little rhythm into it, and it yeah. just, and and it sounds great. But um, so once we were signing with Atlantic Records, I had it out independent for a little bit. But then we got uh, we got also a shitload of record deals from like Sony and and RCA and Epic Records and a couple smaller record labels that were gave us absolute shit deals. They all basically have us gave us absolute shit deals. It's not like I was living it up in these sweet deals. They're when all you like, say us, like we we own like everything that you make for five years and yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. So Atlantic Records was the first person who kind of gave us the a proper deal. Yeah. Well, they gave us something, and then we basically gave us some notes back because we're like, this is. You gave us the closest deal that we wanted. But so we who, who's us? You and Dill? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, famous Dill. Famous Dill. I love it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. wondered who that was because I saw him on the on the on the. Uh, no, he, he's jacket. the man. I love him so much. We 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 are definitely. Um, yeah, he he does like some different shit, but uh, he's 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 super into crypto right now. Nice, and uh, he's killing it for sure. And his <laughs> NFTs, yo, get those famous Dill NFTs. Let me shout that out. Um. <laughs> But and we and we do some music together now, but we 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 split up for a little bit, not for any real reason other than we just had different interests for a while. Yeah, yeah. But um, so so Atlantic, you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they signed both you guys. Yes, indeed. And so it was okay. just for a single deal too, because other uh, some of the other deals. What's were, that mean? So just for one single song. The which, song that you'd already made. Yeah, yeah. Just for Jordan Belfort. Okay. Which is great. But that, it had that, already... that's what you want. Like people who are like say, "Oh, you want to get signed? Are, are you signed right now? Like you don't want to be signed." For like 
two albums because they just are down your back. You don't have any creative freedom. If you want to put something else elsewhere, you can't. You know what I mean? Of course, you have some sort of creative freedom, but it's like you always have to go through some sort of board of committee or whatever. You're in their pocket. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, we fucking own you for the next two yeah. years. So, uh, But so you'd already made a song that was a hit? Was it a hit already? It was already a hit, for sure. Okay, so what I mean, did no, they- no, but, but not a, not a mega hit. Okay, so what did they bring to the table here? Taking the Phil Collins out of it? Um, so... <laughs> It's 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 a lot. Uh, so basically, oh, first off, they fucked us over a little bit, but only in the sense where we were not going to get a better deal at that time. Mm. Now, in retrospect, because they didn't think that song was going to get that big, we didn't think the song was going to get this big. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it overall was was still not so bad a deal at all. Um, we were keeping probably like eighty percent. Um, Wait no, sorry. They are keeping eighty percent. We are keeping twenty percent, which is fucked yeah. up. Uh, but we we got a nice advance at the time, and we also get all the publishing and stuff. So we've actually cool. also just sold it to uh, Power on Stars, that Fifty Cent show. Yeah, uh, and it just that was that was like played in there, and we get to keep all of that. So, that's so it got cool. licensed. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, me and Sam have had a conversation about how the split works out a lot of times with with producing and writing and all that and like yeah. no, by the time like ever be... by the time it gets chopped all up it's kind of crazy how like no, there sure. might yeah, be 12 and a half percent left for the person who made the damn thing you know no exactly uh, so I, I try to also be so independent uh now i, yeah. I own 100 percent of most of my other stuff i've done a yeah. couple different other deals i put out six songs with empire records where i think they are keeping 30 and i'm keeping 70 or some shit like that okay that sounds pretty good yeah yeah that no, sounds no, cool. at the time we also we were signing record deal with atlantic records and it right. was like fucking exciting but basically they didn't bring that much to the table which was really? kind of fucked up um like what? they they did give us some sort of half budget and did some sort of advertising for us mm. but like we were expecting them to like really help us out and give us a whole team and we're gonna do this and that and like they just did not did you have to reproduce that. the the record did you have to reproduce it um okay wait or so sorry I, yeah uh we, we said all the right stuff but now back to that fucking at one time they were like did you sample anything in this they're like our, during the contract yeah. like signing or whatever and so our our algorithm has uh found that uh no, no, no. They, they didn't suspect anything ah. they didn't suspect anything it was just a run-of-the-mill question did you sample anything? Mm. And at this point, I met with a fork where I either lie and try and take it to the grave or come right. clean and just work it out. Um, so I just came clean. Good and, for you. And we worked it out. Yeah. Good yeah, no, for you. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm happy that I did that because just like a couple months later, I was talking to this guy, Andy Hurwitz, who is this like uh, um, older, older, older dude that I know who's like a, like a music uh, guy he does like some legal music stuff and um he was like hey did you is this a genesis did you sample genesis and i was like how did you how did you know yeah. like how did you possibly notice yeah but I, I kind of like you know i realized like if you've heard a song so many times that 1.01 first second of the song you know exactly what it is sure. you know what i mean you're like i've heard that song a thousand, like as soon as it starts you're like that's yeah, That's the song. So even if it's so subtle, it's like you could you can recognize it. So I'm, I'm basically I'm happy that we came clean. But you'd have gotten busted a few years later, exactly by Hurwitz, yeah, yeah. and and then and then yeah, exactly, <laughs> fucking Andy Hurwitz. <laughs> no, and, but Phil Collins would have also fucked me for maybe everything. Yeah, and so what we did, I think we paid him like a couple thousand dollars up front, and then he takes, I think uh, it was it was going to be fifty percent 
of uh, our publishing stuff. Mm. Um, and because there's two things, which is the songwriting, and then there's the absolute master, which is like the absolute recording. That's and, how Taylor Swift got screwed, right? Uh, oh, I don't even know. Yeah, the masters. Um, Scooter Braun. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah fuck. Yeah. yeah. Didn't have rights to her own masters. Damn. Re-recorded all her music. Damn. Okay, so, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's almost... So, basically, Phil or whoever is on the piano, I don't know. It was it was it's Anthony someone, Michael Rutherford, and, and Phil Collins was in, in Genesis at the time. Whoever played... And we found out it was a CP70 organ. Mm. And so... And, but whoever played that, like, they played it. And so, like, the songwriting, it was basically already up in the air that we were inspired by this song and sampled it even though it's three piano notes yeah. down, 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 like uh, uh, like so stupid but <laughs> um but basically they, uh, that was already up in the air but then if if the 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 instrumental right now was whoever that guy was on Genesis playing those notes so we just mm. had to get someone different to play those notes and we could keep another 25% which was you know, down from 50 to 25%. That's great. We want that for yeah. sure. Was that, it, um, did Atlantic broker that deal or tell you to do that? So this was all in between, like, I, we only so wanted to, like, we had an entertainment lawyer at the time and we didn't really want to tell Atlantic that much because as soon as you tell them that, like, something's maybe wrong, they have more, like, leverage to maybe do something else with the deal or say, oh, no, we're going to do this. Or kill it all together. If there's something that's dangerous on yeah, somebody yeah. who, you know, yeah, exactly. who's new. No, I mean, know, it wasn't just dangerous. It was just like, you know, like a, not like a problem, but it was like, you know, we were just like, we're just going to figure this out. And also we didn't want them to take any extra percentages from doing, you know, what we could do already, basically. It's um, so hard and, to believe that three notes I know, can, can, get, can be that much money. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. It's wild. Fuck Phil Collins. Put, <laughs> put me in a ring with Phil Collins. 1v1 for all the royalties. Dude, he's pretty me old right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's got that old man strength. I would probably have to train, but I think I could fucking take him. I, I think so, too. <laughs> Till he gets that... Oh, no, there's that drum strength, that sweet, sweet drum strength. He's yeah. going to fuck me up. No, he's not. I'm going to fuck him up. Have you ever played the drums for a long period of time? No, I, I've no, not for Dude, a long period of time. it will wear you out. Yeah, I'm sure. It will wear you out, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so, so did that all? Did your entertainment lawyer so, get you all squared well, away on that? It was. It was basically up to us to do the musical side of it. Mm. So it was like a almost like a month or two of us like calling studios, being like, "Do you have a CB70 organ?" And like we found one guy, but he was like super far away and was going to charge us something crazy. And then we tried all these different software plugins that could maybe recreate it. Nothing. Like if you if I could bring up my laptop right now, that I have like. 20 versions of this goddamn Jordan Bell for instrumental that like, really? we were like, is this one sound good? Is this one sound good? But it was never, we could never like get the same thing. Cause there's so much like just other processing and like the room and like what, how you, how you mix it. Um, but we did indeed uh, like figure this out. And I got, I, was, I, I met with this one guy who was like a whiz uh, doing shit like this in LA. And he sort of like walked us and like, just like helped us through. Um. Damn, I forgot what that guy's name was. He was the man. <laughs> That's um, the place to do it, though. Yeah, yeah. They got the C seventies. No, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but I think we ended up doing. Oh, how do we do that? 
I think he maybe worked it out with some software. I think we tried a bunch of software before, but we couldn't do it. But he was able to recreate it with like some really, really good stuff and then putting it through some analog hardware um, that made it. And it sound sounded as, the, as full. it sounded the exact same, but there were no samples so, involved. So, now. so, so close. I now I'm so like on like aware of, you know what I mean? How it's supposed to sound. Cause like other people, I play like the, my best one and the worst one. And they're like, it sounds exactly the same. And I'm like, no, no, it does not. And there's 30 versions in yeah, between. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So do you just like swap that out and then just re upload it to SoundCloud and all that and get yes. to keep all your metrics, yes. like get to keep all the download numbers and all that? Yes. Interesting. And so I'm really happy that we did that before we basically did it right before. Oh, that was also the whole thing before we sold it to Atlantic. We wanted to switch it out. Well, also mm. we had it on TuneCore for a while, but even then, once we sent it to them, we had to send them one file and then once it's mm. out on spotify you can't take it down unless you right. totally replace everything that's how youtube is too yeah, yeah you yeah. can't just swap a video out on youtube and keep all your comments and all your all your stuff like that which is that's tough uh -huh. but it no, also it makes a lot of sense like one little production error and you're like no 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 let me swap it out yeah. it's already gotten this many views mm -hmm. but gotta be sure man uh -huh. that's why you guys are so that's why everybody's so uh work so hard on music I'm, I'm i'm so surprised at how much work goes into mixing and mastering and and just you, you know you hear about people who get record deals and work on stuff for two years and it's like how how do you do that and it's because it's got to be perfect mm -hmm. you know no i've so i've certain i've worked on stuff and it's also sometimes you have different projects and you keep coming back to them and da da da, da. but mm -hmm. even then like it it does sometimes just takes a long time to be truly truly happy with uh, a song, but at other times I'll make a song and like I'll basically not do it perfectly, but be so happy with it within yeah. like a week. And then another project that's just like I had made a week before, I had been working or I like you know I'll work on it for like I don't even know. It just it's almost like basically it's just there's so many different ideas. That's why I love about music. It's so you can make fucking anything you want, and sometimes it takes two years to make something that's truly complex and awesome. And then sometimes it takes a week to make something that's so simple and not stupid, but simple and like just so clean that it just works and you don't need to do anything else. It's just, you know, a baseline and a, and a snare and some cool lyrics. And like, that's it. Like, do you know when something's done or do you nah. just know when it's not done? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, do, are, are you like toughy? Really? Um, or do you just run out of time and, and, because I, I, I honestly, I, in like film and television work, sometimes that's the case. Like, yeah. like I could love this thing forever. I, I could work yeah, yeah, on this. At one point you have to, I think there's actually a, a quote from someone, I'm not going to get it right, but it was like, at one point you just have to sacrifice your art to the, like to the, you can give it to the people. You know yeah. what I mean? At one point you can't just always, you can always go further and further and make it crazier and do this, this and this and upgrade. But like at one point you have to say, this is good. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah. Pop it out. Yeah. So uh, what after the, you have this like meteoric rise, I guess, and you and you guys go to Atlantic Records, you get this all worked out. Is that when it, is that when the touring kicks into heavy gear when they start doing some like some real putting some putting some advertising behind you, marketing kind so, of stuff? So again, we basically did it all ourselves. Really? And don't and put that, anything on that Atlantic Records because I love to say I have a platinum or double platinum record with Atlantic Records, but they didn't do shit for us. Yeah. Um, I did have a booking agent, uh, my boy Greg, mm. and he has, has has just swung it for a long time. Really? Um, 
but yeah, we I was at one point I was doing almost like two or three shows a weekend, and it was definitely absolutely crazy. Are you um, flying all over the place? Is it just you, or you? Is it you and Dill? It was, it was me and Dill for a long time, um, and then I started doing a lot of my like my own stuff, and he was almost getting less interested in music for a little. So, mm. um, we split up for a while. We still do shows together now sometimes, but we're basically independently booked. At one point, we were a duo. Mm. But um, does he does he play that? Uh, does he play Jordan Belfort too? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you guys both do. It, yeah, I mean, it, it's at this yeah. point, it's like, yeah, it's whatever, your whatever, whatever we can get. Da, da, da. And it's awesome when we can do shows together. But it's like we just fucking do what we do. Yeah, it's like you get Big Boy. You know, you get you get some of the Outcast songs. You get Andre Three K. You get some of the Outcast songs. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. yeah. It's both, no, of course, it's both of them. They made it. Yeah, exactly. And also, I was getting a lot of bookings, basically almost streaming. Like, we want Wes Walker. Mm. Rather than we went West Walker and Dill, you know what I yeah. mean? And then not that it was even like that, but I was just DJing a lot. I was doing so much more music stuff and he was just not as passionate about the music yeah. at the time. He's now recently gotten uh, back into music a lot and I love it. So, so how, so how is like after the, after the kind of the, the rise happens, um, what, does it ever start to feel like a job? <laughs> Or is it still like the passion is is still there when you're out, you know, traveling uh, to the Bahamas and in, no, you know, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, in the Bahamas, record, turn off the idiot, of course. <laughs> no, 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 the passion's always there. And if you ever see me in any of my shows, or even when I was in the Bahamas, I was fucking talking to everyone with a smile on my face. I said, "Oh, Douglas, do that two step, baby. Yeah, you know, I saw it last time. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. You know I mean, I'm just fucking talking everybody up. I'm just having the time of my life. I'm always trying to be the fucking life of the party, and uh, and it's never. Yeah, I always I, I live for that shit. I, I I thrive off it. Well, dude, your other um, stuff is it, it is it does get tough sometimes. Just being like, even right now, I'm like my body's worn down, my yeah. voice is all fucked up. But yeah, I'm always you know willing to give it to the people. Yeah, well, you just put out, is it 3 a.m.? Is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah. I like that cut. Nice. That came out this month. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you like that. Because yeah. that's, that's a little bit different than from what I'd normally do. But I met with this guy, Apollo, when I was doing a show in Bay City, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a cool dude. I was doing, um, I was like uh, talking to all these different artists because I, w- I was the headliner of the show. And there was like eight other artists, like, you know, as well. Like, you know, and it was like kind of like a local uh, like showcase type of deal. Yeah. Um, and so I started talking to him because there was a bunch of cool people there and they're like, oh yeah, like, but like when I want to record my shit, like I go to like Apollo's and I was like, oh, who's that? And he's like, oh, it's this guy. And then this other guy was like, oh yeah, like I just, you know, recorded these drums at Apollo's house. And I was like, yo, who is this Apollo guy? He seems like the fucking guy I want to know. <laughs> and uh, he ended up being like so cool, so down to earth. And just like his dad was like a crazy guitarist and like he just is like super passionate about music shit. And uh we just yeah we just kind of like talk but we made that song basically long distance which was cool because I, I i don't i normally like to work with people in studios in person yeah um i can do stuff long distance for sure like send me this and i'll send you it back but it's never as i'm never as engaged yeah you know what i mean it's a little bit harder to like truly get and truly progress because when you're in person you get oh let's do this oh let's do that oh send that oh you know you can do all those send backs in like you know yeah. 30 minutes rather than you know three months so eve's tumor that we saw yeah, yeah. Night. Um, yeah, those guys are awesome. Awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the girl on the base was just fucking. She was. Everyone else it. was being crazy. She's just sitting there, fucking just pocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 front man, uh, his uh, his name his name is Sean Bowie, and uh, oh, okay, got you. He's from here. 
Oh no way! I didn't even know that. Yeah, nice. And I don't think anybody knows that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's how we got to that's how we got to that show last night. It was because of him. Like, that's funny. He went to he went to high school with us, but he. Uh, I remember when when he first he did he did what you did, man. He he started getting a little traction when he got out of high school and 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 into the college age, 18, 19 years old, and <clears throat> it was the first time with him is is. I think he moved to Italy or moved overseas. He was in LA for a little while, but he was working remotely like with uh, under the name teams, by the way, it was the name of, of, of his deal nice. uh, teams, but he was, he was, I think it was SoundCloud probably that he was hooking up with all of these prolific artists and they were creating stuff and it kind of, they were creating stuff across the pond with each other. You know, he's in LA, somebody's in England. They're they're pressing vinyl stuff together. That's cool. And then like now he's going to tour in England because he, you know, he's kind of almost yeah, yeah, leveraged you, a little bit of the of the He's following. linked into the yeah, yeah, into the into the England network or whatever. Yes, yeah. But it was because of the it was because of uh it, it was because of merit. It was because the stuff was was good. People found yeah. out about it and then you could partner and now this uh this whole uh, just kind of block is out of the way of having to be in the same room as somebody when you create with them because no, of, you know legit. the internet. There's like a globalization of art, yeah, yeah, and it helped everybody. You know, it's also cool even on some COVID shit. You can be in Zoom sessions on the yeah. studio, and those are actually kind of sweet. And in Zoom, you can control each other's computers and shit. It's kind of nice. Yeah, that yeah, that's <laughs> um, super no, but cool. I've, I've had some cool. This guy from uh, his name is Mac with a Q. He's in Philly sometimes, but um, he's normally in uh, Kuwait. Wow. But we have done like two or three sessions and made really cool stuff from that far away. And uh, I just, yeah, that's definitely super cool. I, I, I love that that is basically no longer a, a true obstacle, basically. It's not. It's not a gatekeeper anymore. Proximity isn't. And like technology, like we, when COVID started, we even, me and Sam started looking into, you know, how, are we going to have to do this podcast remotely? Like, what about latency? What about like, you yeah. know, delay between people? And then we started looking at all of these music tools where people are creating with each other across the world and it's like because those tools are there it can only mean that art is going to get better because it's removing obstacles uh, like, like no, it, you it, said. it is cool another funny part of that not i mean to be negative but it just it also becomes so flooded with more people that can just make anything but yeah but also the the point is super good art always Will rise rise, rise above, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it, th that is, you know, we talk about it all the time because it's like we started a podcast in 2020 when it's like there's never been, you know, it's never been easier to do something like this. And so it's like if you want to do it, go and do it. And that's great because there's the barriers to entry are not there anymore. But the downside to that is now the marketplace is so flooded with yeah. just anybody who can do it. No, it's crazy, and and it's like it, but it almost does. Like I, I'm I'm a very strong proponent that that it's still it's still gonna happen for you if it's good. Yeah, you know? yeah. If, no. you, if you're doing it right, it's still gonna happen. Exactly, gonna and, and as long as you are just consistent and you're just you know confident about what you're doing, it it, it definitely will happen. I feel like so many everyone's like in like a immediate satisfaction. You know, yep. type shit. Uh, I yeah. mean, at least at least all these younger guys, not me. <laughs> it's like, um, but like you know, what I mean, you want like uh, to put something out and like immediately be like, oh, now now it's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but no, like you have to put one thing out. You know what I mean? Like a couple times a week or once a week for just you just keep going so you're consistent. I mean, you just have to. You can't 
expect to have success, just do it once or twice and then be like, oh, I tried. You know, you didn't really try. You only right. did it once or twice. You yeah. got like, go, go, go. And go, you go. expected it to, to happen for you right away. Yeah. Did uh, So have you found some like, fan, some, some like a following and some fans and all that that are, you know, loving your stuff no matter what you put out there, they're, they're digging it and they're following you around and singing. Is it cool to see people singing your shit at their, you know, at the shows? No, like for sure. Deep That's, cuts it, that you thought that, you know, um, I actually really love, um, I, I feel like I, I feel like I don't have like a, like a true mega fan following base, but then I sometimes go to these shows and someone's like, play pop the fuck off. And like, that's like a song that's like, was out like years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, yeah. no way do you even know that song? Yeah. Like you actually must have like, really, you really know my shit. Yeah. Even, even anyone, whenever anyone requests anything basically other than Jordan Belfort, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not worthy. I love you so much. Like, cause trust me, I love Jordan Belfort and I love it when people recognize it, but it's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a extra special love when they're like, oh, I know your other shit too. Um, cause that's also been an obstacle of like, everyone fucking knows Jordan Belfort, but not, it's a smaller chunk of people knowing Wes Walker, the artist. Mm. Yeah, I wonder about name recognition. And like, I got a, I got a nice uh, sounding name. Shout out, shout out, my mother over there. Yeah, uh, Wes Walker is is nice. But it really, I just need to be just like you know, brand. I don't even know. It, it's it's kind of funny how it's almost uh, not as branded as it as it as it could be because people even when sometimes when I'm like at a show, people are like. Yo, that's Jordan Belfort. It's not like that's Wes Walker. It's like that's Jordan Belfort. It's like I'm just not Jordan Belfort. Right. But. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why'd you? Why'd it's, like you... it's Leo DiCaprio, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> why'd you get into making rap music? Like, what was what? What made you want to do that? The um, D, because it because it goes well with DJing. <laughs> well, I really love all types of rap music, and so I almost sometimes get upset when someone's like, "You're a rapper," and I'm like, mm. "I do be rapping." Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, but uh. I, I, well, granted, I love hip hop and I love rap yeah. so much to my core. Uh, I, I, I DJ and so I like scratch and vinyl. I used to break dance. Wow. You know what I mean? I do a little graffiti. The hip hip hop culture and all of it, I love it so much. That's refreshing to hear that like that that people come to it through the all encompassing culture of what it of what it is and what yeah, it means. Yeah, yeah, no, because I, I I think that's important. You don't just have rap. Like it's like the whole culture is almost like the whole piece and. Uh, it's it's so cool. I love learning about it. I love hearing like old stuff. I have so many like um I don't know, um uh, fucking break dancing though? I mean yeah, that yeah, was okay, that was so... part of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did I, I me and me and Dylan, oh my god, shout out famous Dylan once yeah. again. Me and Dylan were in a dance crew. Uh like we we were doing break dancing classes as well at the time and we were in this dance crew. I think it was called Surge or something. And uh, and we broke dance for the Philadelphia Wings game, which is the lacrosse team. <laughs> no one, no one ever goes to those fucking games. It, it, MLS, but Ma or Major League Lacrosse, MLL, is that what it was? It was yeah. Major League Lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, it was like the official lacrosse league, and there was like probably thirty people in the stands. But it was it was awesome, and like we were just fucking, and we were so young at the time too. We were just like. <laughs> you know, barely doing a big cartwheel into like some weird shit on the ground. But <laughs> how old are you when you're getting into all this stuff though? Like middle school age or what? Uh, right, right, right now that was like middle school age. Okay. Um, but I, I started uh, a little music history. I started DJing in like seventh grade. What's, what's the tech like at this point? Uh, the tech, 
That's a good question. Also, my brother was a DJ at the time, and he was probably older brother. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you, so are you trying he, to? He's he's six years older. And yeah, I'm like, oh, you're my. trying to be all like your brother. Yeah, my brother's Love a it. DJ. Like that's so cool. Like I want to be a DJ too. And like, he has all this cool gear. It was like CDJs, just CDJs. You know what I mean? There was and and I guess obviously vinyls. Uh, so I think he had like one vinyl player and one CDJ. Uh, what was he doing? Like birthday parties and uh, and high school dances and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, he was he was doing. Actually, I don't even know what he was doing at at that time. He ended up being kind of like a like a fun club DJ and did a lot of stuff in okay. Boston and had a, a couple gigs at like a couple different like residency. I just um, got a, like this picture of this guy that's got that got like the 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 really primal was, tech that's like just yeah, fading yeah. in and out between songs. No, no, he was um, doing it real then. It was also so classic where I'd be like, I want to touch your shade, like. Don't touch my shit. <laughs> Six years older is a and big I would, gap. I would I would sneak in there and be like, I mean, I'd play with this shit. He'd be like, Wes, what the fuck are you doing up there? I'd be like, ah. Did you ever record some stuff that he heard and was like, hey, man, this is like, this is good. Did you ever like sneak in and record something that well, he heard? At, at that time, I was like just so young and I only knew sort of what I was doing. So you were doing. just messing with well, his at, stuff at, and he was pissed time, about it. I was, I was just DJing, so I wasn't really recording. I was just kind of like DJing gotcha. and messing with stuff. Um, and then also in like eighth or ninth grade, I started doing like kind of what you're saying. Like I was doing all the dances. I was doing yeah, like people's parties. I was doing like basement parties when we were just hanging out. Um, who are I, the influences at this point? Like, who, who, what are you listening to? Because this is probably oh in the, the aughts. Actually, uh, at this point, it was like 2013 or whatever. It was EDM. I loved like Avicii and like, um, gotcha. I'm going to so miss, all, I'm gonna already, miss all, all, all the names. Man, I'm feeling like, old as hell right now. And all those crazy. It's it just, I don't even know. It was just, it was a short era, but I was super into like the mega EDM scene. Cool. Um, so that's where the that's where the drive to to do this stuff came from, is is the drop. No, well, uh, <laughs> no, I uh, well, I, I get another shout out to my mom because she has showed me so much really really awesome music that I, she was showing me funk and like disco stuff. So I was into all types of different music. However, I do kind of uh, am happy that I came from a place where. I love that structure of like the build up and the drop and everything. Cause I could give a shit about, Oh no, the drop, but like that dynamic of like buildups and then like, you know, drops and releases is super cool. And when I can put yeah. that into hip hop music, yeah, it's uh it's a little bit different cause it's just um, different than just like a simile, like, you know, like a loop that, that goes the whole time or whatever. Well, it seems like all, all those, you know, anybody who samples stuff or, or all those DJs, like, Sam put together a playlist the other night of uh, where like all of uh, the 2001 or the, the chronic or 2001 uh, samples came from. And I was amazed at how much of that stuff came from funk songs yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or stuff that has, you know, nothing no, to awesome. do with rap. And now it is like it, iconic rap hooks, you um, know, and, and it came from from stuff that that, you know, had nothing to do with it. And it seems like I don't know, it seems like a good like fertile playing ground. Um, for no, stuff for, you no, rework sure. it, and, and also I really, really love all like the club music. I don't know if you about like Philly Club and Jersey Club, but even the, I don't know the anything classic about sample that. of like the "It takes two to make a thing go right." Yeah, like that is one of like most used samples like ever. Sure. And that one little drum break in there is yeah. like the ultimate. Yeah, that's what that's Philly. Did you say Philly Club or, or Jersey Club? <laughs> Philly Club and Jersey Club. So there's this whole is, like okay. 
Hit me with it. It's I don't it's even. What? I can't like. I have to like play something, but it's like I, I can't. No, no mind. But is it's it's its, <laughs> it's own it's genre? Really, yeah, it's its own genre of this kind of like really really high rhythm, uh, club. It's like do 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 oh 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 do 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 yeah yeah It's got it's like crazy. Some My stuff voice you is can... fucked up, and that was a shitty example. That's but, all right. Some um, stuff you can drink some Red Bull vodka to and sweat a little bit. But no, yeah, for sure. It, yeah, it's that some butt shaking music for sure. <laughs> So so who all's happening right then though like when you're when you're making this stuff you said Avicii is there anybody in like the hip hop game at this point cuz I'm thinking uh, oh, like I mean of course Jay-Z's no, sure. around this the is, Carter this is 3 maybe just like came the out. beginning of Drake at yeah. that time Yeah um but Mac ma- Miller's ma- not around even, yet right Mac Miller is maybe around quick fun tip uh not tip fact whatever the fuck uh I I opened up for Mac Miller as a DJ in around Philly in like probably like 2014 or something like that when he That's was awesome. he when he was just coming out with um it was like after kids yeah. but like maybe like right around then and it you're was, a little it was, younger than him right yeah 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 and he's Pittsburgh guy yeah right? exactly so how far and, and, away are Pittsburgh and Philly uh we're at the different sides of the state but okay, it's so not crazy far, far. it's a couple okay. hours but um okay but you got in you got on their radar and well, it, it, it was unrelated to Mac. It was, I was just at this venue, the Marble Sports Arena, and I was on, like, I was DJing all this shit, and I was doing all these kind of, like, bigger, you know, kind of, like, fun random shows. I think it was, like, the place where they did, like, foam parties. Do you remember foam yes, parties? Yes, I do. Did, why did the foam party, well, I, I know why the foam parties died out, yeah. but I haven't seen a foam party in a while, right? Yeah, probably communicable diseases. It would yeah, be my no, guess of why it, they went away. It was also just, yeah, that was a crazy time. Yeah. I went to one in Mexico when I was like 13 years old. I don't know what I was doing <laughs> in a club in Mexico when I was 13, but man, I was there. It was foam up to my waist. And That's I went to some at, some at some frat parties in college too. Some of my buddies were in fraternities and they took us to uh to, to some of those foam parties i always felt kind of gross i was like is there carpet in here yeah like yeah. this, this is, we're gonna dry this and out like, in the morning slowly throughout the night it just like the foam like lowers and it's just like this disgusting soapy mess and like everyone's like <laughs> slipping around and shit um so what's this place that you played for mac what was uh, it, it was the marble sports arena it was literally like a rolling rink and like another thing but like they put like they did shows there all the time because okay. you just put big staging down was that it, in it, philly? It, was, it was kind of like a fun venue uh it's it was like delco it was outside of philly okay um in like the, in like the suburbs of philly um but it, it was it was a it was, it was a cool super cool show and I remember him coming out and I was like I even saw him like in the in the back and uh, he was just like sitting there with the red cup just like with this girl just like sitting there just chilling just not doing anything you know what I mean and I think he was he was probably fucked up and, uh, yeah, so. and also he came out on stage and was like I got cotton mouth like a motherfucker who's smoking weed tonight. <laughs> Yeah, man. This guy knows how to play the crowd. Yeah, it's bad funny. <laughs> dude, it's it's Matt a, Miller's awesome, man. R.I.P. to that dude. He's fucking Yeah. Yeah. I, I I know. And you look at like I mean, talking about how all these different influences come to come into play with people. Like, yeah, what he started making as like a high schooler was hip hop. But like you listen to the last two albums that came it out. Was, yeah, that's music music right there. Yeah. That's nothing shit was, like hip hop. Yeah. He was really working with some awesome like instrumentalists and like session players doing like some really crazy music. Yeah. Uh which I, I, I love. You know what I mean? Again, like I'm always gonna love hip hop and be a hip hop guy, but I just love all different types of stuff. Um Do you travel do you travel with have you ever played full band stuff or do you just DJ? 
uh, with, uh, with your I've stuff. I've played with a band um, just in local Philly things because okay. I can never really travel with a band. I'm always flying. It's expensive, right? It's really expensive. It's yeah. just not, I, even just doing one other guy is like double everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but uh, I have played with a band a couple of times. Do you like it better? Things. Or do you like, do you like the, the no, DJ No, I would love stuff a band. I would always love a band. Really? If I could have a band all the time, of course. And I have friends that, like, I know exactly who wants to play. The, I, I know who I want for everything. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But, uh, well, dude, from some of the stuff I've been hearing that you're making, like, you're still, your stuff is still hitting, like, it's hitting hard. Like, people are still listening to it. It's yeah, not like yeah. you, it's not like you made something and and went away. Like your your stuff is still going no, no, hard, and sure. you yeah, know, millions yeah. of people are taking in your stuff yeah. on a daily basis. And that's not, you know, like I said, it's 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 not an accident. Like it's it it must be good if people yeah, are listening yeah. to it. I dig it. I was listening no, to it for an hour and a half before you got here. Amen. Yeah. No, thank you. It's exciting for you, you, man. It's really exciting, and um, I don't know. It's 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 cool. It was, there was a time where I didn't mean to cut you off right there. Go ahead. Um, there was a time like right after Jordan Belfort, everyone was like, "When's the next Jordan Belfort coming out?" You oh, know Jesus what I mean? Christ. Like, what? oh, like you getting the next hit? You know what I mean? When's the next hit? And I was just like, "Oh God!" Like I'm trying, right? Like fuck. And it really got in my head where I was like, being so, you know, super like overthinking about every music, every piece of music that I made, and it made it like so processed and like not exactly me. And uh, and I'm happy to be right now in a super place where I'm like I just want to make really good music, is whatever it, I want to make, could give a shit of basically yeah. whatever because that's that's how Jordan Belfort came out. I was just having fun. I wasn't thinking I'm gonna make this super sick college hit and everyone's gonna fucking you know listen to it. And da, 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 da. I was just like I just want to make some fun. Where if you like it, that's cool. If you don't, that's all right. But I just try to have some fun. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I wonder if there's like. Uh pressure that comes along with that i mean i guess there has to be at some point like yeah you, yeah you made something that went crazy and it puts you on the map a little bit and it's like it, is, is there pressure to make something that rises to that level and can you forget about that while you're making new stuff or is that kind of always are you always trying I, to like bring a little <laughs> bit of what you just said no i i try hard to forget about it because yeah. it's just not worth thinking about and also jordan belfort is such a like like five or ten of your favorite artists right now probably do not have nearly as many plays as Jordan Bell. Right. And not to be an asshole at all. I mean, it's just, it was just crazy. It was just yeah. lightning in a bottle and it happened. Yeah. Every, all the factors work together. Yeah. And uh, it's just huge. So it, to, to think that someone can just recreate that in a second is just insane. Yeah, it's uh, nuts. But like, what? I could, you know what I mean? Not that I don't believe myself. I got the faith that I could, you know, fucking make shit, but it's just, it was just crazy. Uh, so I'm just worried about um, making fun stuff, and the people who are still listening. I want, I want that. I want, I want the engagement from any sort of fan that I have, and, uh, and that's a lot of people. And, I mean, a fucking hell yeah, lot, a lot of fucking people. It's like almost, uh, it's like seven hundred fifty thousand people a month that said listen yeah, to your yeah. stuff. No, it goes from like yeah, seven fifty to a million, depending <laughs> on the time of the year. It's crazy. <laughs> a month, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and yeah. You know, I think about it all all the time. I mean, even with you know stuff I make in, in the film in the film world, um, I always I, I have so much trouble forgetting about what I've done before and what resonated before. And like your experience is what makes you great, but like at some point you got to forget about what what I don't mm -hmm. know if it's for the outside 
uh, influence of what people, people's perception or how people took, you know, or, or, or criticism or whatever it is, like how people felt and took in your shit that part you have to forget about, but you have to remember, you have to remember the, the, the experience that got you there, the things that went right. And so there's almost like this bifurcated like intention with, with like trying to wipe everything out from before, but remember everything that makes you good and, and try to, no, push exactly, along with that yeah. it's hard to kind of delineate between and, the and two it's, it's it, yeah it's tough to forget about or try and not think about like what you had just done or, yep. or whatever and, and but um once you start overthinking too much it always yeah. just dilutes your own you know what i mean creativity yes, I like once you start being oh i want to do this specifically it's i don't even know you have to really kind of just be so open for it. i mean i struggle with that all the time but I, I i like to try hard to always like just be what am i thinking right now what is the what is this vibe right here yeah. what is this energy right here da, da, da. did did you uh like to to be able to like your lyrics and, and and being able to speak as openly as you do with stuff like i would be terrified to talk about smoking weed and money and all this stuff on the record, you know no, what I mean. I hear you. So funny that you say that because um, <laughs> back in the day, I could give a shit at all. Now I do give more of a shit. Really? Um, well, I mean, I was just in college. I was just like, yeah, I'm a smoke a weed, fuck a bitch, drink a <laughs> right. drink a drink. I'm right. a thank. Nah, nah, nah. It's just like dumb shit. You didn't really think yeah. about. It. Now I'm like, I don't want to say dumb shit like that. Yeah. Granted, if it's <laughs> there's certain dumb things that I love just because it's fun. It's like. But can you, you like, know, I mean, can just, you call it, it art? But, but You know what I mean? Can you say, this is my art and this is, you, yeah, you know yes. what I mean? Well, the way, the way that I do, I mean, I, if I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it to a level that was bad. If I'm saying stupid stuff, I w- it would be for a reason. And I would think it was being done in a way that is super cool. But at the same time, I'm always trying to put myself on a better level of substance being like, what am I actually trying to say? I don't want to say riding around in a whip fucking on a bitch you know what i mean like yeah. that's nothing I, that's absolutely bullshit lyrics you know what i mean i want to be able to actually say something so i've been trying to do at least a little bit more about uh i don't know um but but sometimes i am i do struggle with lyrics sometimes because i'm i really am all about how everything sounds uh together you know what i mean and i love you know basically a general vibe and so once i sometimes have trouble being like oh i now i need to really get down into the details mm. of the of the message and that sometimes i struggle with but do you try to do you try to push any anything with with what you do? Or are you trying to provide a snapshot of a feeling? You know what I mean? Um, you try, I, do you have I, an agenda? I guess not really. I sometimes think about that. And I'm like, damn, like I have such like a like a you know a voice and a platform, an like, opinion. I, yeah, yeah. Should I should I be like? But really, my opinion is like I want to have uh, fun and I want people to have fun. So whatever, like you know what I mean? It's it's it it could be where. Um, you know, I talk about some some deeper stuff. You know what mm. I mean? It doesn't have to be fun, but like, I mean, ha- well, let me give you a fifty fifty. Okay, half of me is like, I want to just have have people just have an awesome vibe and just, and just fucking dance and and fucking just you know do be be crazy because that's half of me as well. And I just want to go go dummy dumb. I just came in. Ooh ooh yeah. I'll put a bum like absolute bullshit basically yeah. just dumb shit but it can but good vibe yeah it can resonate with people just being like that's some absolute dumb shit let's go do some fucking do my little two-step yeah um and the other half is where i want to actually make really good more pretty and complex music that mm. i actually truly care about um 
that's a little closer to um like 3 a.m. earlier yeah. uh, that was where I really was having super fun uh like doing like the the hooks and then and, and the layering and my verse was kind of like this kind of half punky verse that I haven't really done before in the style of that vocal and I I uh I don't know. I mean, I guess that's not too complex, but I don't know. I, I wish I would, could have my computer right here to show you guys the vast variety of uh, shit that I'm working on. Well, dude, time. from looking at it, it looks like you, you've continued to put stuff out pretty regularly. You haven't stopped I, creating, right? No, no. Yeah, never. Um, really, I want to just put out as as much as I can. Mm -hmm. uh, and at, at a time also before, I was like, oh, you have to do a rollout plan and you can only put out one song in three months and you got to promote it, this, this, and this. And of course you always want to promote and have a rollout plan. Yeah. But I was like, I just want to put out music. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, I just, that's the, you know, as much as I, I, I can. Yeah. It seems like that best. can, that can be like strategy can kind of be a little bit of a dagger to you. Like I was talking to a buddy who was here, you know, probably a year and a half ago. Um, and they're a big band with, you know, nationally touring, uh, but they were having to be super strategic with COVID and when they were going to put stuff out. Their album had been done forever, yeah. but they couldn't put it out. And then, now and then it's because... a year and you haven't put anything out. And then right. like you're just sitting there on it. You're just yeah. sitting on all this music and like you just didn't yeah. share it. Like exactly the whole point of making music is to share it, right? Like I, I mean, I, I make I make music for myself, but like I'm trying to share it as well. Like, yeah. Fuck. So, what else you got coming up? I want to. I want to hear about it. So, so the bah the Bahamas just happened. You got anything else like in the hopper? You got some new tracks. You got any new collaborations? Yeah, I definitely have uh, some new songs All that. coming out, and I also have five shows mm. uh, in uh, down Washington and Oregon. A little bit of like a West Coast tour, oh, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, yeah, and that nice. should be pretty fun. That's the end of April. Okay. Um, what are the are those college deals or are they uh, they're all actually well they're definitely college deals but they're actually at club venues which awesome. uh, should be pretty cool it's not hell like yeah. it's like a backyard frat or whatever yeah yeah which i do love a backyard frat party but, hell yeah um... we all do <laughs> i got one shut down one time nice i was uh I did too. yeah I, <laughs> did you i was uh i was drinking at 17 years old at the fiji house in, no in knoxville and and cops came in and uh and saw me drinking a beer it's the only time i've ever been arrested I was 17 years old. My dad had yeah. to come pick me up at the police station on a Thursday night. Yeah, I got their biggest party of the year <laughs> shut down. It's oh, bad no. news. I've never told that story on the podcast before. That's funny, man. Yeah. Someone's going to be like, that was that was Ben? <laughs> oh, well, so that was when I was, I think, a junior in high school. And then when I was going into uh, college two years later at the same at the same university, I was I wasn't I wasn't really uh, very welcome at oh, that uh, no. fraternity because they got put on probation. You can't have minors Damn. drinking in your fraternity house. Yeah, you yeah. know, you can't be doing that. No, of course not. That's fine. I didn't know I was doing anything wrong. I was just drinking a natty light, baby. That, that sucks that that was on, that was on you. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, man. So backyard frat, it's not all that bad, but you you, you got yeah. you, no, I, I but remember you got clubs going. We got um we we got one one shut down just from the noise, of, really, of basically. And we remember just like having like the we were just like rocking out on stage. And I remember I was taking a video and like I go look to the right and there's just like two cops like looking over the fence, just like with these mean looks, being like, oh, I was like, oh god damn it, we're fucked. We're coming for you. Yeah, yeah. They were just like, we're we we know it's up. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it was like permitted at the time but we were yeah. like people were acting wild. yeah yeah it would have been fine if everybody would have been on their best behavior yeah yeah and i'm sure we weren't helping we're there like yeah everybody in the crowd go crazy yeah, we were working on the mic screaming out there like it's 
so you got some shows coming up and and um, then any new music coming out on the yeah. on the I I have a I have Spotify a song. where it all comes out now. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Music. Okay. Um I think it's even on YouTube too, but pretty much anywhere you can listen. Uh I actually don't put stuff out on SoundCloud as much, but mm. I still do put it out on there. It's on Amazon Music too. I saw yes. that earlier. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Um so I have a song called uh Beautiful Joe. Mm. That's a really groovy song. Um that's with uh this other guy Moses Mosima who does vocals and then this girl Sarah Winston who does background vocals and then like three other producers and it's just a classic super groovy fun song cool that's good music right there really I'm excited about that and is then, that a collab like long distance collab type uh, deal? actually no that's all Philly people nice all Philly people all, yes. we all did it in person in studio Hell we like yes. recorded like my friend Jake Marks just like live keys on it like it's that's great really good um and then classic fifty fifty. The other one is the song Hattie Bees that's coming out. That's just basically just like really really dumb, ignorant song. It's sort of like a West Coast beat that this guy. Uh... Oh, actually, I went to Nashville and met with this guy Justin Johnson, who's a producer there. Yeah, Hattie Bees is the hot chicken place in Nashville. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and that was basically like like I was just like on some bullshit in Nashville and having a good time. Yeah. Um, and he's like a country music. Well, no, sorry. He he had success with this one girl who like did like a top twenty chart with this country song, mm. and uh, he just like engineers and produces and stuff. But basically, because he had that sex uh, success with the, um, I mean, he didn't have sex <laughs> success uh, <laughs> uh, because he had that success with uh, that country song. All yeah. these country artists were like hitting him up, being like, "We want yeah. these country sessions. Like, can we mm. come in and record with you?" And so, like, when I came. And was like, I just want to work on like hip hop and like you know like club shit and rap shit. He was like, Oh, thank God, <laughs> I've been doing country sessions for like the past six weeks straight. Okay, wait, wait, I have some beats to show you. I have like he was like so excited to work with someone who like wasn't That's working great. in country, which is so funny. And great, I love I love country music, but sure. it's just so funny when it's like just Nashville and you know it's just like singer songwriter country, factory, country shit yeah yeah all day and those people do not play it's not like it's like a fun session they're like no like th three hours and we're like get down to get down the guitar like we're gonna do everything like well he said that that's what he was telling me he was like these sessions are not like fun sessions it's mm. like work work yeah sessions. it's a re it's, it's it's a real life job yeah a factory indeed yeah, yeah for sure Dude, Hattie B's, I can't wait to hear that. That's got some Knoxville juice, some Tennessee juice it's on really it too. Fun. No, I um, I wish maybe we can pop it over. I, I have it on my phone, but it's the whole translation of trying to put it through the mic is going to be crazy. Well, send it to me, and maybe we can play it at the end of the podcast if you oh, want nice. to. Yeah, if yeah, you want yeah. to, we don't have to do that. But if you no, want that to. that could be cool. And also, I'll just give you the preview with just the first verse okay. and the hook or whatever. Okay. All right, this song's ridiculous. I hope you guys feel the energy. Turn it up as much as you can, if you, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, always rolling threes, I get everything for free. Just up down in Nash, I'ma need my Hattie B's. Hey, it's just spicy where I like it, make me sweat, make me work, make me weak, I make me red up in the cheeks. Uh, I pull up a Bimmy for the freaks, then we turn it for the week, get a burner for the seat. Uh, that's that big body, that big old thing. Uh, that's that wide body that make it swing, yeah. I'ma need to open up the crowd, please. Get loud, please. Watch me fall down to my knees, yeah. That's the crowd, please. Yeah, I'm playing for the paying honey money out that asshole. She said I'm an asshole. Just like a stupid rex. Honey, give me back. Hey, shorty looking goofy with the stupid bag. Baby, bring it back. I need it, 
That's it. That's just the first verse right now. And then uh, the second verses are coming, but it's just fucking right in your face, ass energy, fucking. <laughs> Dude, I think you should keep the voice like it is right no, no, now. No, no, it no, no, no. super good. So uh, I have like one little part that I need to re-record on this when I when I get back to Philadelphia, and I'm so happy that my voice is raspy right now because I'm like, <laughs> yes, I can finish Hattie B's. I can finally finish Hattie B's. <laughs> you didn't have to I, drink lean for I've, a week and yeah, smoke blunts no, to get it that, there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like, and also I've tried it like two or three times without my raspy voice and it just wasn't the same. And it's funny when you can use basically a shittier voice to your advantage. It's uh, nice, dude. Can I actually do one more? Yeah, I'm sorry. of course. This beautiful Joe song. Dude, don't apologize. This is, this is like, Hell this yeah. is, this is good for us. Th this one, I think. Nice, nice, nice. I just want to make sure that was the one. This one you guys are going to like, this is the one that I was talking with all the different, uh, uh, collaborators and then it's Moses Mosima who does the first verse um, this is the whole Philly crew yeah, yeah yeah this is the Philly crew what's the name of the song again do you know Beautiful Joe Beautiful Beautiful Joe that's what I thought you said the first it's time like, but I was like, like a, it's beautiful? like a video game from back in the day ah okay cool <laughs> oh you're all good yeah sorry that one mm. what's your hat mean Oh, I think it's like a construction or like tractor company or Hell like yeah. a farming company. I got it from a thrift store. I dig it. it it's it's Kuhn, K-U-H-N for the listeners. <laughs> K-U-H, it's, 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 uh, it's German. <laughs> Yo, I was I was on FaceTime with my buddy. She's like, yeah, I think you got to add a T on there. I said, oh, oh Kuhn, oh, you're acting like an absolute cute right now. <laughs> this is just a good old viber. Pull up any time that I need you Put up a wall you can see through We got a bond after we went through The one I close Check up any time that you need to Be whatever you need Put up a wall you can see through I give you my heart, can you be <laughs> so if my voice isn't fucked this is me so i can sing when my voice isn't fucked how can you grace understand my way at all times Pray you wanna get the same Same thing as me Too often now you play to wake it all the wrong time But this is Moses doing his uh, verse right now in See you coming in Cross the street, I love it when you fly with me. Sky so I know why. My oh my, you so fly. Fly with me, fly with me. 
My voice is so fun, God damn it. One more second. about it but um dude i still think you should keep the raspy voice for all of it no yeah i, I no i wish i i wish i could turn it off on and off like that um <laughs> that sounds so good dude no, it, it's funny it's it's uh in a lot of my um i almost have trouble trying to like pick my voice for stuff because i can do so many different voices where i can do like a nasally rap voice like oh it came in with that work what yeah. throw it in the dirt or Damn, came in with that work. I came in what? I'm gonna throw it in the dirt. Oh, and like some people always have like their one voice, but I have like I tr- I love I love to do so many different things. Where, Damn, came in with that work. Came in with that what? Came in with that dirt. Like it's like you can just change it so much. Is that is that tough though to like to be able to imitate so many different kinds of voices or be able to do a bunch well, of different ones I'm, to like find your own. I'm basically envious of people who just have like one sound that yeah. really, really works. Your speaking <laughs> voice is awesome, dude. And all the, all the stuff that I hear you on sounds great too. Like I can't, it sounds like you, it doesn't sound like you're, you know, no, I mean, doing uh, a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I also, I, I try and cause like, I lo- also love goofy music and like, yeah. like stupid shit, but I always like to, if I'm doing something that I really am passionate about, I want to give it the clear confidence. No matter what voice I'm doing, right. I want it to like that is my the voice. Treatment. You know what I mean? Like that is that's what. Uh, e- even Jordan Belfort was. That is like not. I was hopping, getting dirty money, Jordan Belfort, stacking penny stocks while I'm flipping these birds. It's like so different. You know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> Dude, I am so <laughs> fucking. You know, you know, it's actually hilarious. No one ever fucking believes that it's me. Really? Everyone's like, I was like, yo, I, I, I thought honestly, I'm gonna, I thought you were a black guy to be honest. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> or like, oh, I thought you would be like, I don't even know. And I was like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> and also like, you know, like you didn't do that song. Stop me talking. And I'd be like, oh, I'm good. I just do it for one second. Like, oh shit, that's that's what that's what that's the one. I always have uh, thought of myself as a karaoke uh, extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of soir. Yeah, yeah kind of soir, I believe it's pronounced. <laughs> so to be able to get in there and do some other voices, man, that's that ain't no joke. No, but it no, is, yeah. it's like, hard, you know, you hear people that just sound like themselves all the time, and you're like, God, why? Yeah, yeah. I want that. Yeah, how do they sound so good all yeah. goddamn time? <laughs> Dude, this has been fucking awesome. And yeah, yeah. I'm super glad like running into you last night. I've been wanting to meet you for years. So I'm glad no, that this <laughs> that this super happened. And super thank, awesome. Well, thanks for you know, thanks for doing it. No, it's it's uh it's been let me let me use my sexy voice real quick. It's been an absolute honor coming to this podcast. Yeah, and been, I've just had such a good time. We've had a couple modellos and uh we've just been uh just living it up, baby. No, no, seriously, it's been an honor fucking uh, coming on here. Thank you so much Dude. for inviting me. It was so awesome running into you. It's it's it was a long time coming. Fate had it, fate had it in the works. Well, now we gotta now, now we gotta do it again. You've always got a, a place to you know 
hang when you're here too. So no, fuck yeah. Dude. Um, I appreciate that heavy, man. I Hell really yeah. do. Well, thank you for doing it. And yeah. we'll see you real soon. It's just, <laughs> no, no, my, my fucking parents are here, so I'll, you'll see me sometime. I hit, like to visit these motherfuckers. Hit me up. <laughs> hit, hit me up every time you're in town. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I most definitely will. Thanks a lot, Wes. Hell yeah, man. Take care. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. All right. How did we do? Man, that was fun. It was really fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. The uh, the new South of Scruffy Howdy Y'all hoodies are up. Let's go to southofscruffy.com. Click on the merch tab. Grab up a couple of those. They're cozy. Just in time for summer, baby. Thank you guys for being here. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. We'll see y'all real soon, all right? Pitchwire, play me out.